This is your host, Vernon Terrell, with Grace Ministries International. And it's time for Walking Free. And welcome back. I thought today I would talk about uh, this topic of just learning to be still. And the passage that I was reading in Psalm 46, especially in the King James Version, but uh, I'll read out of the New American Standard. And it's this idea that, you know, life happens and, and all kind of tumultuous things can happen in our life. And sometimes life, you know, it's kind of steady or really good, but often things just hit us, don't they? They just come out of the blue sometimes, and like, where did that come from? And uh, is God here? Does he care? What What do I do in this situation? And I know I've had some of that uh, even at uh, Grace Ministries where things just, you know, kind of hit and happen out of the blue. What's going on? And and I remember telling our staff, let's pause. Just Let's just pause for a moment, and let's see Uh, what the Lord is doing and what the Lord wants to do in us as life is doing all of this stuff around us. And uh, Psalm 46, uh, verse 1, starts off, God is our refuge and strength. And that's where we need to start from. Who are we trusting? It's God who is our refuge and strength. And if we don't have that foundation, well, we're just might as well just throw it in. I mean, that that's, you know, we only have so much strength and so much ability. Uh, God is our strength. He's our refuge and he is our strength. He is a very present help in trouble. And he said, but wait a second, I thought that you know, I'm a Christian and my trouble, it should be less. It should go away. And that's not, no, that's not what it says. And that's not life. That's not reality. That's the dream world. That's not reality. He is a very present help in trouble. And uh, I like, if you're watching The Chosen, I think this was season too, but it's really, you see them, all of the, Jesus and the disciples, and you hear it in that music in the background, trouble's coming, you know, uh, trouble is coming. Uh, and uh, for you, it's possible that it is already here in your life. You've got trouble. And that uh word, that uh, Hebrew word, trouble, is adversity, it's affliction, it's distress, anguish, the idea even of tribulation. And God is our refuge and strength and a very present help in this distress and anguish, a very present help. Are you experiencing that right now? 
sometimes we don't experience it because we're so focused on the trouble. We're so focused on the trouble and the what ifs that go along in our brain in the trouble. We will what if ourselves to a frenzy sometimes. But the psalmist is telling us that, you know, God is our refuge and strength. And in the middle of that distress, that he is a very present help, or another translation, he is abundantly available for help. We want to figure it out, don't we? We want to fix it right then, don't we? We want it to go away. And the psalmist is telling us that God is abundantly available for help. And I would encourage you to start with that. If you've got some things that are hitting you, maybe just blindsided you or Maybe you've been in the midst of it for a little bit. I want to stir you up in way of remembrance, as one of David's psalms said, to stir you up and remind you that God is your refuge and strength. That um, idea of refuge is just so encouraging that that's the place. He's the place that we can go. And I want you to know he is your shelter. He is that shelter and that strength that you can go to. And that very present, he is present in the midst of your struggle. He doesn't say that life is going to just be all roses, and we know that, but just to remind you and myself, life isn't going to be all roses when we accept Christ. We're going to have good times. There's going to be bad times. And in the midst of all of it, he is very present in all of it, but particularly a very present help in trouble. And when we have that understanding, we can say in verse 2 of Psalm 46, therefore, we will not fear. We will not fear. And it's, you know, it's okay. Fear is normal. Being afraid is normal. It's a healthy response. It's better. It's more than normal. It's healthy in many cases when, when the situation wants it to, to have fear. But we can choose not to be afraid, choose not to fear because God is our, ref, our refuge and our strength. And he is abundantly available to help us in the midst of, of this distress. So therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change. I mean, that's pretty big. Have you ever been in an earthquake? I've only been in little minor tremors before. 
That's a scary thing when the earth itself is shifting under you. And the psalmist says, we're not going to fear, though the earth should change and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at its swelling pride. We're not going to fear. We're choosing not to fear because the Lord, God, is our refuge, our shelter, and our strength. And in the midst of all of that, of course, he wants you to make wise choices, wise decisions. We look to him for wisdom. And as we're in the midst of that, we're choosing not to fear, knowing the Lord is our very present help. Who do you think is giving you the wisdom and speaking to your heart in the midst of that? He takes a break from that in verse 4 and says, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations made an uproar. The kingdoms tottered. He raised his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. That's who is with you. At one word, the earth melts. If he wants your circumstances to change for his will, they will change at one word. We run to the shelter. We ask him for wisdom. And we pause and watch. In verse 8, come, behold the works of the Lord who has wrought desolations in the earth. He makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots with fire. That's our God. And sometimes we want it yesterday. And often the Lord says, wait, wait upon me. I'm here. I'm with you. I'm in the midst of the storm. I'm your provider. I'm your stronghold. Wait on the Lord. In verse 10, he really brings it to this crescendo of waiting when he says, as the New American Standard translates it, he says, cease striving and know that I am God. He says, cease striving, or as the margin translate, the translation uh, uh, notes say, cease striving, or let's go, relax. I like that. Let's go, relax. King James says, be still and know that I am God. I love that. Be still 
and know sometimes we need to be still. And it's hard in this fast-moving society that we live in to be still. We have so many self-help videos on YouTube, and a lot of them are good, by the way. There are a lot of good help videos. But we need to learn the art of stillness. Sometimes we just need to pause, especially when things are coming. We don't understand. It's like it's hitting us. Sometimes we need to just step back, hit the pause button. Father, show me what I need to see here. He may say, come behold the works of the Lord. He may say, just pause. Life is hitting you, throwing a lot of things at you. Pause and know that I am with you. Cease striving. Relax and know that I am God. That's hard, isn't it? In fact, I would encourage you to make it a habit. Not a law, not a rule, but a habit to relax. Maybe take a, I used to call them a music bath, your favorite music, or just a a silence, uh, a break where you are just silent before the Lord and you're just listening. For some of you, it might actually just be a good old-fashioned nap and pray as you're napping and going to sleep. Maybe, you know, that's awesome as well. But see striving and know that he is God. He says, the psalmist says, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. That's the Lord speaking to you. I will be exalted in the nations, among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. So I want to encourage you today. You know, I was speaking uh, to a friend of mine, uh, a couple, like uh, some of you know Mike Quarles, good friend of mine. He and I did uh, Freedom from Addiction webinars. For years, we would do those. Uh, A series of weekly webinars. Some of you still would will write, email me, and say, hey, can I get a hold of those webinars? I'm actually going to try to find them and re-publish uh, them. But uh, I was just talking to Mike the other day, and he said, Vernon, God is good. He has just provided for, for us, he and his wife, uh, as they're getting older. Uh, God just provided, especially in the area of medical care and care and support uh, at home. And he's just praising the Lord. The Lord is just good. The Lord saw and provided. And it wasn't, and it was just in his timing. And Mike's just saying, yep, the Lord has provided. I have another friend. um, And Kyle, if you're listening, this is you. You Kyle, I've known Kyle a long time. And he called me up and said, you know, God has provided his timing. I'm just trusting. I didn't know where to go, what to do, and God just opened the doors and provided. 
provided for a place to stay, provided for a job to build back some income. God has provided a church to attend. God has provided. And this wasn't overnight. You can talk to him, ask him. This has been over years. And he's still not, quote, some, someone might look, well, he's, look where he is. He's not out of the woods yet. He knows. God's provided right now where he is, what he needs. Our job, our job, especially if you look at job descriptions as found in John 15 in the uh, illustration of the vine and the branch, our job is to simply abide. And a lot of Christians make that a work, like there's some work we have to do. No, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, guess what? You're abiding. You have a new abode. It's in Christ. Rest in him. Enjoy your new abode, your new home. He is your refuge. He's your shelter. You're in a brand new home. Rest in him. And that's what Mike is doing, Joy is doing. That's what Kyle's doing. Is it perfect from the world standpoint? Absolutely not. Is it God's provision? I believe absolutely yes. You see, God is always leading us, always. We're not always listening, but God is always speaking. Some folks say, oh, God doesn't speak today anymore. He speaks through his word, and he does. But I got this sneaking suspicion that if the God of the universe is living on the inside of us, if we are joined together with him in union, our new creation joined with his Holy Spirit, I believe he's speaking. And you know what he's speaking? He's speaking love over you. He's speaking encouragement over you. He's speaking provision over you. Are you listening? He's giving wisdom. Because Jesus Christ is truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is wisdom from above. And that's why we need at times, we need to learn the art of being still, of resting. And you can rest while you're working. And that's an oxymoron, isn't it? The rest work. Work while at rest. I don't know the best way to say that. Paul said it this way. Uh, Paul said that he is striving according to God's strength. That's a good way to, way to put it. That strive according to his strength. Yeah, get up and do what you're going to do by his power, his strength. And you're trusting his provision, his wisdom. And it's okay. Sometimes it's going to be hard. Life's going to hit you. It's going to hurt. You're not going to know where to go. I've seen this play out. I, was, I remember when I was working with some uh, inmates in the jail. A guy had got out. 
uh, had nowhere to go. And uh, I was out, and he was in um, the Canton area, and I was way up in North Forsyth, out with my son. Get a phone call, didn't know who it was. Uh, I picked it up. A lot of time I won't if I'm with my son, but it was, you know, I could pick it up. I picked it up. It was late. And he said who he was. He was out on the street. It was cold. He had nowhere to go. And I said, well, you know, I'm way out here. There's no way I can get to you. I said, let's pray. God, your, God is with you. Pray and ask God to provide. And, you know, I got home and called back, went to voicemail, and I was you know, waiting. I said, call me. Let me know what, what's, what's up. Got a call the next day. That was Friday, then on Saturday. He goes, you're not going to believe this. I was out on the street, and I was trying to find some shelter or something, it's in a parking lot, and a cop pulls up. He goes, now, my normal <laughs> mode of operating is to run when I see a cop car, but he stopped. And the officer got out and said, are you all right? He goes, yeah, I just got out of jail, and I've got nowhere to go, and told him his situation. He was a former struggle with uh, alcohol and drugs, and the and, uh, officer said, get in. It's like, okay. Officer took him over to a place. And this happened to be a local AA. And I'm not always a big fan of, you know, some of the AA uh, principles. But, you know, they're an incredible group of people with incredible resources. And I love them to death for what they do. And this guy went in, went into this meeting and um, just kind of said where he was, what was going on. And didn't, you know, ask for anything. A guy stood up, said, do you have a place to stay? He says, well, no. Right there in that meeting, whipped out. Um, he said, I'm, I, 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 I'm going to take you somewhere. Got out uh, some cash, but brought him to this hotel that was right there and paid for it and said, look, this I'm paying for this guy. Uh, he, uh, this is for three nights. He paid it in full. It gave this guy time to make some phone calls and to get uh, some money uh, and to get home. God provided. I don't know how God's going to provide for you. I don't know what your uh, circumstance is. And you know what? It's possible you may be out in a really tough situation. And it looks like, where's my provision? Ask the Father to provide, and ask the Father to give you the eyes to see what your next step is. All I can tell you is that God is for you and not against you. He is always for you. He proved it on the cross. Will you trust him for whatever the circumstances is right, uh, for you right now? Would you trust him? Would you take time as the psalmist said in Psalm 46.10, cease striving and know that I am God. So normally on this podcast, I would say stop talking and start walking. Today, I'm going to ask you to stop talking and stop walking, if it applies, and be still.
and know that he is God. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gment.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.